That's why I believe in you because that is the greatest purpose. It's to love. Honest. It's to, it sounds corny. Whatever you want to say, I don't care. I love people because there is freedom and power in loving people. Hello, all you positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we have the crazy belief that creating success and happiness is a daily conscious effort, which is why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week. I'm your host, Brandon Beecham, and each and every Wednesday, you can tune in to hear me interview a different consciousness changemaker that is out there working tirelessly to help catalyze change and expand awareness all across Spaceship Earth. On the other four weekdays, you can tune in to myself and my co-host, Dalian, giving interpretations of our favorite thought-provoking quotes, sharing a bit of inspiring or mysterious news, taking questions from the audience, and digging into any other mind-expansive topics that will help keep your soul fed by tuning you in to positive vibrations on a regular basis. Also, this Positive Head podcast is definitely a labor of love for Dalian and I, but make no mistake, it takes a lot of time, energy, and resources to produce five episodes each and every week for you, our listeners. So if you enjoy the Positive Head podcast, it would be stellar and much appreciated if you showed us your support at positivehead.com by picking up one of our unique Positive Head bracelets. Of course, You would most certainly be helping yourself in the process because it functions as much more than just another stylish accessory. And if you haven't ever seen one, they're really cool, simple little bracelets with our Flower of Life Sacred Geometry inspired logo. They're actually made out of recycled tires and metal. So our intention is, of course, to do something positive by giving new life to previously discarded goods. And as far as their functionality goes, they act as a daily reminder to help you focus on the positive aspects of your daily life. The concept was actually inspired by studies that you can read about on our our website. But besides that, many people believe just wearing something with sacred geometry is empowering in and of itself, uh, which you can also read about on our site. And of course, as the Buddha once famously said, what you think you become. So we believe having something on your wrist that reminds you to keep a positive head the same way a Fitbit reminds you to keep active makes a whole lot of sense. Of course, we charge way less than Fitbit for helping you to manage your mental health because we let you name your price for your positive head bracelet. The reason we do that is because our heartfelt intention is to spread the positivity at all costs, first and foremost. That is our primary aim. And we don't ever want money to stand in the way of somebody wearing one. So if money is super tight and you want to pay as low as our cost to get one, no problem. On the flip side, if you love our podcast and just hit the lotto and want to show us your support by paying a million dollars for one, well, that won't hurt our feelings much either, I assure you. Uh, Lastly, we also recently added a unique new line of t-shirts that have what we call chemistry quotes written out on them that help to spread the positivity as well. So head over to positivehead.com, check out all our wares, pick something up to show us your support if you feel inclined to do so. You're recording. <laughs> oh, I am. Oh, I oh am. that's the intro, everyone. That was Dalian giving you. Can't convey the finger, the pinky to the mouth <laughs> like the. Hmm. That's Dalian doing his his funky rendition of the song that we're gonna play on the outro. You get a little sample right oh, up yeah, at the top. I just did a funky rendition with no words to write something. <laughs> 
well, I don't need to ask how you're doing today because I can tell you're you're on a good one. Yeah. Well, I figured we would just go into it. Go yeah. into it. Boom. Bam. And we're back. We're back. Bam. Bam. Well, like that. Uh, we're in it. So, uh, yeah. How you doing when I, today? <laughs> I'm great, as you can see. But what I anticipated came true, uh, even slightly more sneakily than I thought, which is, um, you know, something that happens a lot. It's just stuff coming coming to fruition in much the way you imagine, yet not quite the way you imagine. It's never quite exactly <laughs> the way you imagine, right? Right. And but then you go and you start taking tally, and you go like, "Oh yeah, I did. I did ask for this and that and the other thing." Mm-hmm. And you start realizing that you got pretty much everything, except maybe not in quite the form that you thought. Yeah, I'm, I'm just sort of implying a few things. You know, here, thinking but, of yeah. that, something that's been on my mind. Um, this is just you know off the cuff, but. Well, everything I do is off the cuff almost. Um, but I was just thinking, um, you know, how often people will see something that they want or don't have, and then they'll be like jealous or mad or, you know, it's a pretty predominant thing in, in society. And really that's just such a wrong perspective. Cause if you're the way, the way I see it is if you're seeing something that you want for yourself, whether it's wealth, whether it's relationship, whether it's a job, whether it's, you know, health, uh, you know, being in shape, whatever it is, and instead of being jealous or or wanting that, like like people mess up so bad by like, oh, why don't I have that? I should have that. Instead of seeing it the correct way, is like, wow, that reflection is right in my face right now. Like that's that is uh, it's it's one of those things where so often you can of course take it any way you want, and so often people are like, uh, you know, seeing something that they want for themselves, and they're 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 sort of like upset about the fact that they don't have it. Right way to to really take it and perspective to take would be to say, "Wow, look at this beautiful reflection of what I desire for myself right here." Look, oh, it's getting really close. It's getting really close, right? And I think that's like I don't know. I just had that random kind of realization yesterday. I think, and it's uh, so I wanted to put it out there to share because I know everyone out there listening has experienced some level of like wanting something that someone else has or feeling like you know, and then bringing the energy of sort of um, you know agitation or jealousy or whatever it is and it's like no dude you're getting it wrong it's like it's the opposite the, the, you're calling it close to you it's like that's that re- that's a reflection everything's a reflection that you're seeing and, and it's reflecting you that's a part of you you know and that's that's a cool cool thing when you start applying it to that sort of scenario that every single one of us can relate to <laughs> yeah that's a big piece brandon actually it, it reminds me of a story involving uh jerry hicks the uh, departed uh, ex-husband of uh, Esther, uh, Hicks. Esther Hicks, right? Mm-hmm. And he Who had a wonderful Abraham. personality. Yeah, he was a very uh, smart and, and um, just very positive guy, actually. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I recall reading, <clears throat> and this was one of the things that helped me get the whole idea of uh, the law of attraction years ago, is how he had sort of a judgmental thought towards luxury vehicles, even though he wanted one himself, really, in the end, yeah, it turns yeah. out. But he... Um, he relates it or related the story of how when he was young, he had this thought that, well, yeah, luxury vehicles were nice, right? But at the same time, they came with all this baggage of, um, for example, the, you know, just practices of the companies, uh, the car makers that were making them perhaps not the most eco-friendly or sustainable, you know, corporations, all the way down to the salespeople who were, you know, pushing the cars out, you know, a lot of times being, you know, a little sleazy or slimy, et cetera. And then he, he, so he had constructed this whole mindset of it being like an abundance thing that would take from someone. Mm-hmm. If, if, if he had a luxury vehicle, then he was somehow, for example, supporting things that he didn't want to stand right. for. 
but he realized that he could grant himself things and it didn't really take away from anything else. Not at all. And that he was actually creating abundance by right. actually asking and attracting a luxury vehicle into his life. So he, once he realized that he had nothing but like nice cars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, so. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I've heard that said before and I want to say it was uh, Wayne Dyer who talked about this. Is like, you can't live in scarcity enough to help uh, alleviate scarcity in the world. Exactly. You, you, it, there's no point. It's the exact opposite. Like live in abundance because you're abundant. It's like there's there's unlimited amounts of it all. Everyone could be quote unquote rich, right? It, it's, it's, there's no shortage of calling it forth. You know, I've heard it said before, I had an old business partner said, money's not the root of uh, all e- evil. It's like the lack of it is. And it's like, well, actually, it's just a made up resource uh, and there, there is no lack of, of, of true abundance. That's I, I don't agree really with the statement at all. It's it's you can attract. We would literally if everyone was attracting uh, abundance in, in the way that we could optimally, we would disrupt the monetary system altogether because that's really just a, a false system holding back uh you know, it's, it's, it's sort Our of like potential. a construct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so if everyone was in this super abundant, high vibrational state and calling forth, you know, uh, unlimited abundance, well, then what would happen is that system itself would break in the, so that the abundance could come through because the way that system is structured is preventative and, and designed in a way where there's a reason 66 people have uh, as much money on this planet as the other is 3.5 billion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's designed to create uh, scarcity and lack and all those things. But anyway, that's a whole nother topic for another day. But um, yeah. So, yeah, touching on some good stuff so far today, Dale. Yeah, I like riffing, this. I like this. Riffing, like you were saying, yeah, just uh, off the cuff. But, uh, yeah, we, we hopefully we'll come up with something, you know, worth talking about, right? Well, usually we do. We exactly. Usually we do. We're, we're in flow with the universe, and we put it out there, like, bring forth. I want to be uh, a conduit for the information that not only is relevant to my life today, you know, but all the people listening and all those who are very close on the, our family tree, which is why they're tuning into this vibration, right? And it's so cool every time, you know, I've, we hear it time and time again. Oh my gosh, every, like it, the synchronicity with the, what you talk about on a given day with what I'm going through is so incredible. And that's, that's awesome. It's such yeah. a beautiful, beautiful, like co-creative experience to share with all you guys. So I'm just overjoyed with appreciation for every single one of you that's out there tuning in and sharing it with others and helping to spread the positivity and um so yeah there's that (laughs) very well said brendan that's uh very very well said brendan and it makes me think that uh, at this point because we've uh gotten this ball rolling and now we're co-creating this with our listeners as you've said several times right makes me think that as long as we are willing to share you and i Mm -hmm. uh, there's going to be something to share yep exactly it seems like yeah it's just gonna work out that way so moving along into some interesting story stuff, you got anything uh, exciting, mysterious, mysterious story of the day? Yes, I am going to skew a little more mysterious finally. <laughs> yes, since I had uh, skewed a little more scientifically wondrous. Those are more like wonderful stories, mm-hmm. like wonder filled because of um, the really pretty amazing nature of some of our current scientific and technological advances, right? They're starting to get pretty sort of fantastical uh, in some cases, but sometimes we just talk about good old fashioned UFOs, ghosts, and or other things that are just uh, unexplained (laughs) mysteries, really. Yeah, so this is a little bit of something like that. And I've talked about 
Nephilim before, Brandon, or mm. giant-like creatures as ah. reported in the Bible. Yeah. But this is an article from Collective Evolution from last week that goes all about that. And uh, it mentions this researcher called Michael Ellinger, mm-hmm. or Tellinger, pardon me, who is um, sort of a real-life Indiana Jones when it comes to this stuff. And uh, he's he's made some pretty tantalizing discoveries. Now, for sure, by this point, Brandon, as the article mentions, there's really been mention of a giant race of beings or humanoid beings in quite a few cultures, really, throughout history. So it's not just a thing from the Bible. It, it turns out that apparently even Abraham Lincoln might have, might have mentioned something like this. It says here, uh, even Lincoln apparently believed in them in giants. If this statement may at Niagara Falls in 1948 is any indication, the eyes of the species of extinct giant whose bones fill the mountains of America have gazed on Niagara as ours do now. Wow. So it's a quote, I guess, that he made. But, um, you know, who who knows? I mean, you I know. I mean, there's talk- supposedly all these skeletons that have been yeah, found and you see pictures it, it, and then exactly. you have people saying, oh, this is this is fraudulent. This is not uh, legitimate. You know, it's, it's a hoax. But uh, there's so much... Uh, mention of it and you know like just example there a abraham lincoln or even going back into more ancient texts it's like um i i don't know i they've also found like hobbit like creatures right exactly no that's another thing that that made me think of exactly is if you're talking about like you know beings who are um very tall as to so as to I mean, be giants, right? Tall. Then we have uh, the other end of the scale for sure exactly yeah, i mean what are they like some of the skeletons they claim are like 18 feet and stuff like oh super um, tall wow those are those are huge uh here they make unless mention i'm remembering to, wrong uh-huh here they make mention to the um more i would say perhaps um credible giant size of seven to nine feet tall which is actually you know more commensurate with something like the very tall or tallest um african some of the african you know uh I guess you you would call them genotypes or whatever mm-hmm. that are very very tall, right? Yeah, in you, some I, cases. Yeah, I know are, you had in in the NBA. Uh, I remember years ago, and as a kid, this uh, NBA Matumbo, and he was like, right, you know, seven foot six or something, right? But here they they definitely mention finding these skeletons, Brandon. For example, one of them, I guess, is in Cardiff in Britain, referred to as a Cardiff giant, eleven feet tall. And uh, some of the other ones that they've found that the Smithsonian has studied are seven to nine feet tall. Decorated with heavy copper bracelets and other religious and cultural items. So wow, it's just yeah they they've have been found to possess other more alien traits like a compressed skull, one of these like you know elongated type skulls and mm-hmm. this sort of thing. So um, it's just you know pretty pretty tantalizing. Uh, and uh, the article goes into more detail. Um, it, it talks about giant structures as well, which may be like you know architectural architectural things features uh, mm-hmm. for example some of them in in egypt really mm-hmm. as part of the great um complex of like giza and whatnot so um like wow. temple structures that you know they've they've analyzed and appear to be you know built by in for giants essentially reality yeah, but, is stranger than fiction <laughs> i yeah, think it's, it's 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 pretty crazy because um I, i'd say that there's um i don't know it's, it seems like there's a good chance that perhaps there's been a a humanoid giant species that mm-hmm. I won't say is necessarily human or humanoid mm-hmm. or, or, or perhaps humanoid, but not uh, of this planet yeah. who's been here. So I, I, I could say that's a candidate for perhaps alien extraterrestrial beings. So yeah. 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 yeah Brandon, it's pretty cool. Um, 
he's yeah, this guy Michael Tellinger's got a series actually called Hidden Origins mm-hmm. on Gaia.com. So it's pretty cool um, because you can you can you know hear see and hear him talk about more of this and other um, more mysterious things. Mm-hmm. Um, cool there. So well, yeah, I like Gaia. I have a, I have a subscription to it. So oh. if you ever want to get in there, there's so much cool content. Like pretty cool. I'll be sure to check it out. Then. Yeah. Well, I have a uh, quote that was prepared for me that actually <laughs> is, is is pretty cool because it it does actually appropriately talk about or it's an albert einstein quote which i've written quite a few blogs on actually he's got some good ones that's for sure yeah it's someone who i definitely resonate with as far as these more uh sort of bite-sized nuggets of wisdom that he spewed that sometimes had that sort of scientific bent to it of course right but einstein i think was very wise so this quote is energy cannot be created or destroyed it can only be changed from one form to another Ah, so as you can see, one. yeah, just a, a, almost a statement of scientific principle really from him there, right? right. Uh, his famous E equals MC uh, square, right? Mm-hmm. The kind of uh, archetypical scientific like, you know, equation or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's the one that energy cannot be created or destroyed. And the principle is so beautiful because it's, I think, really just what underlies the whole universe and, and the essence of consciousness. That whole think that I, I consider really the kind of scientific basis for it all. If you reduce everything to consciousness, then that's how you can see that we're all one. All of us have a consciousness. Every human being is is not only conscious, but um, self-aware. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of the hallmark of our experience as human beings. But as our consciousness extends sort of outward from, you know, this um, awakening ape, you know, like be- creature that we are, all the way to like the far reaches of, you know, where we are now with our technology and our civilization and also our spiritual awakening where we're realizing that we're God-like beings who, who forgot who, who they were, you know, and we have this whole fall-like experience, right, of falling from grace, you could say, falling right. from paradise, r- realizing that we undertook that whole journey. Yeah. It's, it's a fascinating thing to see that uh, if really nothing can ever be created or destroyed, then this is just the archetypal hero's journey where we cannot lose so long as we make the right choices. We have to continue to fight and make the right choices. Yeah. But um, we can just grow in a lot of confidence. We can just know that we're going to win in the end. Yeah. So I think that that's the beautiful thing is that we, you know, we have reference story before, right? But I think that we can use this and, and, and really kind of look at it like, okay, take a scientific principle and use it as part of your story and, and, but you can really, of course, use anything to justify your story and to say, okay, you know, this is why I'm going to win. Uh, I love the idea. And I was just recently thinking, Brandon, mm-hmm. that consciousness is so responsive, you know, to a human being. And of course, we also have the creative power, right? Which is inextricably related to our conscious awareness. I don't know. It's like a very incredible thing we have we we are both self-aware and creative right which yeah. no other being that we know is right until we make alien contact first <laughs> but um no it's really amazing that we have this power and it's such it, it goes to such an extent that when we are fully tapped in and tun- tuned in as abraham hicks likes to say everything is literally like we say it's like our word is our command yeah and and we can really just create anything i mean if we if we have a lot of doubt then we will attract that that will compound in on itself and we will feel you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it will feed on itself and we will feel very confused that's how people you know how we make ourselves confused 
on the other hand, I'm suggesting that you can begin to really just start dispelling so much like fog from your life and confusion by saying, okay, from now on, I intend to gain clarity and I intend to do this. I intend to do that. Just start to declare things. Just start to declare them and know that they're true. Yeah, just start using that I am. I am, you know. And if you can, exactly, if you can move into that space and know that how this relates to energy not being created or destroyed, I think it's really because of the whole model of consciousness. Again, you know, it all goes back to consciousness being the supreme creative entity and power in the universe, really. Well, well, it makes me think of... um a video, uh, YouTube video that I just watched um, yesterday w- <clears throat> from Matt Kahn, who is a really amazing spiritual teacher, someone I would uh, very much uh, intend to have on the show uh, at some point uh, for an interview. But uh, Matt Kahn, I found this on, uh, I was listening to True Divine Nature is his website, truedivinenature.com, I believe. And then the True Divine Nature YouTube channel and it was um the video and it's a long one it's like an hour and plus called uh, energy upgrade and uh so we won't share it for for time's sake you guys can go check it out i highly recommend it and any of his stuff for that matter but what he talked about i'll give you guys kind of the the uh overview of what he talks about on that and he talks about the three different states of energy so oh, energy cool. is either circulating it's stagnant or it's being integrated Oh, okay. So this is a, it awesome. is really, really cool. I have really resonated with this, which is why I wanted to share a bit of it on today's show. Um, so if you're circulating energy, uh, obviously it's moving. It's, it's, it's moving around and you're attracting more of it. It's like a water, think of a water stagnant pond versus a flowing, you know, river or stream. The energy difference is huge <laughs> and the life in the everything that comes from the circulating energy when it's stagnant you get you get problems you get disease you get all those sorts of you know you know think of drinking out of a stagnant pond you got to be really careful with that like whereas if it's flowing it's the water's getting oxygenated there's all this fresh you know just good right and so it's the same thing with our energy um and he, what he talked about was really interesting though he talked about circulating energy so let's say i start doing one of the things that people do is they get stagnant. They're doing the same things with their energy every day. So if you're doing the same thing, you're stagnant. You're not in, and even if those things are good, they can become, they can start out as circulating, but then turn into stagnant. And he, he basically talks about how important it is to constantly be introducing fresh energy. H- how did I interact with this person at work? Oh, we always gossip about this, that, and the other, right? Uh, okay, instead of doing that, now the energy's stagnant. We're doing the same thing. Over, we're in this loop, right? How do I change it up today? Well, today, when this person starts you know, gossiping or whatever, I'm going to start complimenting them. I've never done that before. What have you done? You just brought in circulated fresh energy. Oh, I'm going to, instead of, uh, you know, uh, just going for a walk this morning, which I do every single morning, which becomes stagnant after years of doing the same exact walk. I'm going to go do yoga, right? Boom, circulating energy. You're doing something new. You're inter- introducing new energy. And so it's really interesting because he talked about like, hey, you could be meditating. He said, I was talking to someone and they were saying, you know, how they meditated for two and a half hours a day and, and had been doing that for years. And he goes, well, that's your problem. 
It's stagnant now. When you first were doing it, it was probably the best thing that ever happened to your soul and your being and your, you know, do something, go do something different. Do a walking meditation, do a, you know, just to constantly be circulating in fresh energy. It's like, what a cool concept. And it really resonates with me and really rings true. And and I think for all of us, you know, it's so easy to get caught in these patterns of recurring, you know, um, habit, right? Break your habits with new, fresh ways of bringing in fresh energy. Do it differently. You know, do something differently, whatever it is. Even if you're doing these great habits, change them up. Give them a break. Then come back. Try a different great, you know, energy uh, to, to introduce. And, you know, and then, of course, he talks about integrating. So a lot of times uh, I really like this perspective, too, because it's like imagine you're, you're trying to interact with someone and they're not really kind of present for you. They, they feel kind of disconnected and you're thinking, well, do they not like me? Is it something wrong? Was it something I did? They were so loving to me yesterday. And now today there's they're just kind of they're integrating. Right. It makes me think of uh, ayahuasca doing ayahuasca journeys. You have this amazing experience in the next morning. We all sit around and and, you know, with with the um in, in the case, at least with the shamanic facilitator I've done it with, we do integration, you know, and I think it's a pretty common thing to do. You talk about everything that you've went through and, and you spend the day integrating. He highly recommends like, just go integrate, you know, be, veg out, like take it all in, take it all in. So if someone is all of a sudden kind of disconnected feeling or not responding the way they did, uh, maybe they were circulating energy with you hardcore. I can think of it in, in romantic relationship, you know, with, um, with, uh, you know, my new partner, we've been, we'll have all this energy, um, sort of circulating incredible. chi is like being built up. And then maybe the next day it's like, Oh, there's some like integration. We just need like some space and time to like, let things like settle in. It's like, and, and it's so easy to fall into, Oh, what's wrong? What is, what's changed? What's, and it's like, no, nothing's changed. It's just integration happening and it's part of the process. So I really, really love this this perspective and I, I highly recommend everyone trying it. I know I'm going to be right on all over this. I'm going to be trying to circulate new energy, reacting to things or conversations differently, just mixing and throwing in things that I don't, you know, you don't ever go for a walk, go for a walk, circulate new energy. You've instantly attracted more, you've opened yourself up and this is how you get into the flow of, 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 creating more you're you have more power essentially you know um you're calling in more energy to work with when you do this don't fall into stagnant habits even positive uh you know stagnant habits so what a what a powerful lesson mm-hmm. that's a really really great one brandon a really insightful uh stuff there and uh, in particular what you said about integrating energy or what my matt you know himself mm-hmm. shared about mm-hmm. that because um when you hear about circulating and stagnant energy, those two seem pretty obviously opposed to each other. So you would have like the two contrasting things and then integrating, I guess is the third one that I might not have considered, but that all makes sense. And it seems also like if you sort of intuitively start understanding how this all flows and and works, how energy really can be in one of those three States at any given time. um, Then I think, I think that you can really get an intuitive Understanding, because as you were sort of implying with what you were saying, if if energy is either circulating or stagnant, then that's going to feel differently, right? Yeah. And for sure, stagnant, both of those stagnant and circulating energy definitely have that different quality to them, and you, right? Yep. And you instantly feel it. When you've circ- started circulating energy, it changes your, your, it's like getting, you know, 
uh, get taking an energy drink from the universe, right? right? You instantly feel the, you know, think of the times, you know, I'll, hey, Dalian, when I first got you to go to do yoga, let's go do yoga. Think of like afterwards, like, whoa, there's all this like new energy in my field. Like what just happened? Like, and so you become conscious of this and, and you can see it for a lot of people and some uh, it's harder than others. They can really fall into stagnant patterns and then they wonder why more isn't opening up in their life. It's like, well, your, your energy is so stagnant. There's no room, you know? There's no way for you're not bringing it in. You've got to consciously bring it in with your uh, deliberate action. And by understanding how it flows and works, this is like, this is a key piece. Oh, yeah. Marry that with that whole intentional, very deliberate, conscious, you know, setting of intentions, right? Yep. And and you've got a recipe for a very powerful creation. Sure. Exactly. That's exactly what this is. This is a creative formula. You know, this is how to co-create your reality and you Call in new energy. If you want new things, you want bigger things, you want better things, you want more of what you, you is missing in your story, this is a way to call in the energy, the building blocks essentially for it. Mm-hmm. Well, Dalian, cool. I, I suppose we're running out of imaginary time yet again. Yeah. Luckily, we've got uh, infinity in head of, ahead of us, so we will be back. Yeah. Let's <laughs> leave it at that so people can integrate. <laughs> integrate, and integrate that one. Um, yeah. And as far as music, I have a really uh, lovely track here queued up. You sure do. This is a great Hadn't heard it in a while and someone played it for me yesterday and it's like, oh, good one for the show. I haven't, I forgot about the song. I know. This is Glass Animals and the song is Gooey. And before we check out the musical tastings for today, I would like to add this podcast is definitely a labor of love for Dalian and I. So, If you have enjoyed this positive download from our hearts and minds to yours, please take a minute, give us a rating or review on iTunes, since iTunes is the holy grail of all things podcasting. Uh, Your good reviews help us to reach more listeners. Also, we would be extremely appreciative if you would tell your friends and family about the show. Our sincere intent with the Positive Head podcast is to spread positivity to the world because, well, because we're selfish, quite honestly. Uh, I say that jokingly, but really only halfway joking. I'm referring to the good kind of selfish based on the knowing that we all get what we give in this life because when we give, we're actually always giving to extensions of self since we're all really one in the same consciousness, just in different bodies. So if you want to be a good selfish along with us by helping to spread the positivity, by all means, please proceed to shout about the Positive Head podcast from your rooftop. (laughs) Otherwise, As you continue on your fabulous journey in this 3D reality, be sure to remember this. As long as you ain't dead, you're already positive ahead. Journey well, everyone, and thank you for being. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
Summer smile. 